welcome to the Everyday Saints podcast, where we are exploring what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus in everyday life. I'm your host, Gary Ludicky, and today we're discussing a core value of Jesus, which we see him living out in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's the value of serving the kingdom. And I'm joined today by Rudy Jimenez. Jimenez. Got a bunch of different pronunciations, and I want to make sure I get the right one, so thank you for that. Uh, He's one of our volunteers who serves in our worship production ministry, and uh, Rudy, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got here, all that good stuff. Right on. So, um, Rudy Jimenez, um, I've been called Jimenez, Jimenez, uh, Jimenez, so I'm kind of like one of those last names like yours. People don't know how to say it, so they'll just try to butcher it whichever way and then say, hey, sorry. <laughs> yep, that's how it happens. <laughs> but um, so I'm married, have two beautiful daughters, a uh, wonderful wife, Erica, and my daughters, Eva and Elena. Um, and we're originally from California. Uh, we migrated over to Texas uh, right after the pandemic hit. Uh, both my wife and I got furloughed from work. Um, we're trying to make ends meet. So we said, hey, let's sell the house. Let's get a fresh start. Let's move out to Texas and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a go there. And so we've been here for about um, two years now, uh, which this month will be two years. Um, and we've been coming here uh, faithfully for a, a little bit over a year now. So, um, you know, we, we got plugged in because it was super close when we purchased our home. Uh, it's right down the street. We saw the campus. It looked beautiful. We said, hey, let's go. Let's go check it out. Uh, we first watched a few sessions online, and we said, hey, you know what? We really like what they're doing there. We came, and first service here, we're like, that's it. That's home. So th- we've been here ever since. You guys can't get rid of us. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I remember running into you guys several times just in the lobby and uh, always had, yeah. the, had the girls with you out hanging out in the lobby there. But, uh, you know, one of the things when I tell people uh, – you know, when I say, hey, you serve in our worship production ministry, uh, that can bring all kinds of ideas to people's imagination, right? So tell us what specific role or roles you actually serve in and how did you get connected there? So I am one of the sound uh, guys here. So normally I do broadcast in the back when I serve. I've done some front of house. I've shadowed front of house. Uh, I've done lights twice. I messed up both times. It happens. Um, but, um, you know, that's pretty much what I've been helping out with here. But, uh, any, any day that anyone asks me, Hey, can you step in this role? Um, whatever it takes to help get the service going, help people come in, meet Jesus and have a great time, you know, with, with our, um, with our folks here at the church, I'm all for it. So wherever they want me to, you know, kind of, uh, step in and fill in a role, you know, that that's what I'm about as well. So, um, I got plugged in though with the sound ministry or the, the, you know, the technical team here, it was on serve Sunday. And I remember I told my wife, Hey, let's just go take a look at the booth, see what's going on. And, um, started talking to Dylan, uh, which is our, our, um, worship minister. And he kind of told me about, you know, what, um, his team was doing. Uh, and I had mentioned like, hey, you know, I've done some sound in the past. I've done ushering in the past. Uh, then he connected me with Brandon and, um, you know, things just progressed from there. And then next thing I knew, I was here on a Wednesday night on a practice and I really enjoyed, um, you know, what we were doing here. And I thought, hey, what a great opportunity to come and learn something 
that I've always kind of been interested in and I've had some history with. So um, that's the way I got plugged in. It was really cool, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. And that, that serve rally, uh, that was kind of a, an experiment for us. And, it, you know, we've got stories like yours where it really worked well. So yeah. uh, it's pretty neat. I, so the broadcast uh, audio sound deal, like I get to serve on that team. It's kind of cool. Explain for people that don't understand when we say broadcast, what exactly you're talking about. So the broadcast goes out on different platforms, YouTube, Facebook, wherever, you know, the church puts it out at. And my job is to make sure that what they listen to while they're watching that feed actually sounds pretty good. So, you know, I'm back there. I'm making sure that the microphones are work, are are tuned up the right way. You can hear the guitar, the piano, everything's at a nice balance. I also pay attention to what the service um, during that time, um, what that atmosphere is, right? So um, I'm turning things down to make sure people can kind of feel that same atmosphere at home uh, the way we feel it here inside the service. So when God's moving, not only is he moving in our church, but he's also moving in your own home, at your computer, on your phone, within you. And that's the greatest part about it, you know, and I cannot, I mean, if you are not serving in some capacity here, you're really missing out. I can't tell you how blessed I've been by just being a part of the team here. It has really been an amazing journey from just starting to come to church to serving and, and being involved. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real blessing to see people's lives changed and being a part of that is really cool. Yeah. And I, Sometimes I think uh, serving can be romanticized a little bit like, hey, it's super easy to get connected. That's not always the case. Uh, and I'm, I'm just curious as you, I mean, you're in a pretty technical ministry. So what's one of the toughest things that you've had to face when, when you first got started serving uh, in these roles that you're in? You're right. It's not easy. Uh, you, you take a look at the soundboard. There's so many buttons and knobs <laughs> and things to push and screens. And you're looking at, you know, something and you've never touched it before. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to break something, yeah. you know, or something. <laughs> I'm going to turn somebody's microphone off or, you know, I'm going to kill a guitar or whatnot. Um, so really, the, that was the most nervous part about it, you know. And then once I sat down with, you know, several folks that have been, you know, had the opportunity to show me and had been doing it for a while, um, I started to get really comfortable. And, um, you know, just being able to, to play with things during the practices really helped out a lot. And I think that's one of the challenges um, to stepping into a role like that. Besides the commitment part of it, but once you're, once you're here and you've bought in and you know, like, hey, this is where God wants me to be, and you know you're being blessed because you're being obedient to where God wants you to be. I mean, your world changes, and it really is something that um, you take pride in doing every single week that you are asked to serve. Yeah, I so I uh, attended uh, attended say that lightly online a conference a couple months ago where they were sharing just some like what would be considered horror stories for worship ministers, like just these hilarious moments in worship ministry. And I'm just curious if you've got any funny things that have happened to you serving, serving with production. Happened to me or me causing them. I, it, I, I either think way. I got, I got either a way. few of them. Um, so one, one of the days I, I was trying to find um, where this specific noise was coming from. Cause I could hear it in my headphones and 
it was during a live service and it was totally something that I, I already knew, Hey, if you do this, this is going to happen, right? Like the chain of events that takes place. And I started muting stuff and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Nope, I still don't hear it. And then it dawned on me like, Oh my God, we are live. And I'm like scurrying to unmute everything. And at the moment, I'm like panicking. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in so much trouble. I just totally ruined the feed. <laughs> like someone at home, you know, probably just got out of the spirit because they're like, I can't hear anything anymore. Uh, so something like that's happened. And then there's times, like I said, like you're you're listening to something and it just doesn't sound right. And there's nothing you can do to fix it. It might be someone's cord that's not connected right. Or, you know, someone's, you know, tapping on the microphone and the batteries just slip out a little bit. There's, there's things that happen all the time, but for the most part, you know, we do a really great job here making sure our sound is very good quality and we, we have a lot of great people helping out that are really technical and, and knowledge, uh, their knowledge is just absolutely, you know, above industry. So we're, we're in good hands here. Yeah. I can totally relate to you. Yeah. Uh, there are several times when I've been chasing that, that phantom sound yeah. that's like, what is, there's something clicking. There's something, I don't know what it is. And trying to figure that out before, uh, you know, somebody else does, right? Yeah, and it, and it gets to you because you're trying to make sure everything sounds great. But, you know, you, you got to do, uh, you can only do what you can with what you got sometimes. So, As you've gotten plugged in, like, and you're fairly committed, like you, you spend some time up here on Wednesday nights with, you know, rehearsals and then pretty much all morning on Sunday. Right. You got a wife and two little girls. Yes, sir. Like, how does that commitment affect them and just your family as a whole? It is hard sometimes to step out of the house when I've been at work all day and, you know, I miss my kids, obviously, and I want to spend time with my wife. Um, one of the things that I'm really blessed with is my wife knows the calling that God has put on my life and understands that this is where he brought us. And all of the things that we're currently doing as a part of this church it only benefits our family. Our kids come to this church. They learn from other really great, you know, volunteers in the children's ministry. And me doing this is like what they're doing for my kids. And my wife always visits the coffee bar. And she really has a lot of gratitude towards those folks. So she understands all of the nuance about serving and being part of the church. So she's very understanding. And I think just, you know, being that my kids are very little, you know, they don't know, um, you know, that daddy's going to be gone forever, you know, which is not the case, but they know I'm going to come back home and we're going to have a good time. I mean, you can ask my wife, I'm like jumping on the bed with them. I'm rolling around on the carpet. We have a good time at home. So I, I make up for it, you know, being a good dad to my girls. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. It just makes my heart happy to hear, hear that. And it's, you know, it, it is a time commitment and sometimes it can tax, but you just kind of roll with it and go, hey, I got to make sure my priorities are what they are. When you think about the idea of serving the kingdom, I, and we've talked about like we do, you know, grab that as it's one of these core values that Jesus lived out right in the Gospels. Is there any particular scripture that comes to your mind when you think, hey, this this is the thing that really gets me motivated to just keep on serving even when things get hard or I feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends what what is that that scripture reference that 
just kind of inspires you to keep going. There is a story um, where there's two sisters and one's constantly serving and one's constantly worshiping, right? Um, and that story has always been like very heavy on my heart. And, I, and when I think about that story, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is how do you create that balance to where you're not always serving and you still have that time to worship, right? So yes, we're go, 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 and let's make sure, you know, we, we take care of our priorities at home and at work. But when it comes time to serve, you're serving with a full heart. And then on your alone time, you're worshiping God with everything you got. I cannot tell you how many times I'm at work and I'm bawling in tears because I'm listening to worship music, worshiping the Lord while I'm typing an email or, you know, while I'm driving in my car and I'm crying, ugly crying because I'm worshiping the Lord on my way to work, you know. And those are the things that really stick out to me. Like that story there is like what I got from it is, you know, it's okay to always be, you know, worshiping. And it's okay to serve as well. But for me, what God told me is, hey, you need to find that balance as well. And I appreciate both. So that's one of the things that always sticks out to me. Yeah, I, I love that story. It's such a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times we we look at that story and it seems like one is being elevated over the other. Right. Because uh, it's kind of like, you know, Martha's like, hey. Can you tell her to help me? I'm, I'm sitting over here serving. And then Jesus is like, hey, she's chosen what's what's awesome right now is to sit at my feet and, and be with me. And so, it, and I love the, the take that you have that it's both. Right. 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 It's both. And you just got to figure out which one is right at which time. And God tells you, you know, like, for example, when I'm serving it, I could be bawling in tears, too. You know, I get to still listen to all the the worship. I get to worship while I'm sitting back there because no one's back there with me and nobody can hear my ugly singing, (laughs) you know. (laughs) We are locked in a closet. Yeah, you really are, you know. And, um, you know, and and when when I'm alone, my whole heart is just completely connected, you know. And my wife will tell you, like, last night we were at home. We're just, you know, we're listening listening to worship music. And I, I walk out and my wife is just in tears because she was worshiping the Lord. And it was such a beautiful moment to see my wife, you know, worshiping the Lord, you know, and, and taking care of the kids at the same time. So, um, when, when it's your turn to either serve or worship, God has you in the right place and he knows what he's asking you to do. You know, one of the things, I I don't know if you call it our philosophy or whatnot of, of serving the kingdom, we want to focus on we want to start with people, right? Like God's gifted, you know, his people with spiritual gifts and we want people to discover those and then find a place to use those gifts rather than starting with, here's all the places we need people to serve and right. where, where are you willing to commit your time? Right. Uh, which, you know, I, I think that's, it's a practical way to do things, but not always the way that God desires it. So we want to focus on how has God gifted people and how can you find a place to use those gifts? And so it, I say all that, if you could give advice to someone who might be hesitant to commit to using their gifts for the kingdom of God, wh- what would you say to them? 
I would say trust in where God is asking you to go. He's not going to ask you or put something in your heart where he's not going to prepare you and give you the right tools to be successful. We, we all know that wherever he has guided our path is a path of success, right? So if you have that calling like, hey, I feel like God is calling me to be part of the parking team, right? They're going to they're gonna show you what to do. And eventually you're going to see like, hey, you know what? I chose to be in the right spot because God asked me to be here and I'm doing a great job out here. You know, if God's calling you to be part of the, you know, uh, the team that helps fix everything on campus on, you know, the maintenance team, you might not know how to use a power drill today. Hey, but in five minutes, boom, you're ready to go, yeah. you know, and God's going to prepare you for what, whatever he's asking you to do. You know, not everybody in the Bible knew exactly what to do when God called them. And he showed them while they were walking in the desert or, you know, walking up a mountain with their son, you know, hey, here's what we're going to do. Right. So, yeah. you know, God's going to show them. I can definitely relate to that. I think, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of times when I, I'm hesitant to commit because I know it's a, you know, it's a time commitment. It's going to take effort and I can't just like show up one time and then not show up for a while. Yeah. Right. And so I, I appreciate that you're focusing on, Hey, if God's called you to do it, he'll equip you and prepare you. And, right. uh, and you know, part of that falls on us, especially in the church. If, if you say, Hey, I feel like I'm called to serve here. Like I've got to come alongside you and, and prepare you. And so we, we have a part to play in that as well, but, um, just, just go, you know? Yeah, and it's one of the great things that our church really does. So if there's a volunteer that comes along and, you know, they might be kind of hesitant. Hey, like I've never done this before. We have really great people that say, hey, come on, on you know, come with me. Here's what we got to do. I'm going to show you what to do. You know, hey, try it out. You know, push this, touch that, go over here. You know, whatever it is, we got really great people that's going to show you what to do. If, if you're listening and you're out there and you want to serve, God's called you to serve, don't hesitate. Just come on out. You'll see God's going to bless you with not only great friendships, but great people that are going to help you along the way. And you're going to start to be blessed in ways you've never even known that God was going to bless you in. And I'm, that is 100% factual for me and my experience here. And I know that it's not just for me. It's for everyone out there. And that's the great part about serving, you know, serving the kingdom. You know, you never know where God's going to take you and what skill he's going to build in you. And when that's, when that starts to come to fruition, it really is beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, what God's called you to do and spiritual gifts and things like this. Sometimes that can be confusing for people. And we, we do want to help remove that confusion. Uh, we, we've actually created an assessment that you can use to help discover who God has wired you to be. Uh, we call it the kingdom fit assessment. And you can find a link for that in the show notes but it's meant to assess your spiritual gifts, your passions, abilities, your personality. Um, it's not perfect, but we found that it's really helpful. And we believe that serving the kingdom should start with what God's already doing in you and through you. And so um, then we can find a place for you to serve the kingdom. And that doesn't have to be at the church. Like that might be in the community somewhere. We want you to have a place where you can use your gifts and your passions and where those fit in serving the kingdom. So I, I would in, encourage anyone who's 
still kind of confused about this to to take that step and uh, get connected with that that king yeah, of fish. Don't system. wait, don't wait. Yeah, today is the day. Right. I like it. <laughs> Well, Rudy, it's it's been a pleasure talking with you. Uh, I don't know if you got any any other last last thoughts to to share with anyone who's who's listening in today. If you stumbled upon this podcast just out of circumstance, the only thing I can do is encourage you to to really get to know Jesus. Um, if you're hurting in any way, whether it's you know depression or you got a lot of different things just weighing you down, there is only one thing that you're missing in life. And I can guarantee you it's that relationship that God wants to have with you. Really get to know him and you will see your life will change and you will be a better person and you will come out of whatever struggle that is. Um, and that's the only advice I can give out, you know, for, for people. Get to know Jesus. It's the best thing that will happen to you. That's, that's the best advice I could give anybody. So, right. And you just did it. So. Hey, I want to thank you uh, if you're joining us today just for listening through this. And uh, I want to invite you to come back next time for the Everyday Saints podcast.